Today on the show, Radical Ones, we're Made in America, the 1993 comedy film starring Whoopi Goldberg, Ted Danson, Neil Long, and Will Smith. My sperm has been in your body. On oh, where it goes, you figure you should follow. It's time to get radical. Hello there. It's showtime. What is this, trick or treat? <laughs> Did I do that? Good morning, Charlie. Sailor Moon, champion of justice. Daddy would have gotten us Uzi. The power is yours. Get down, honey, get down. Yeah. And look, I won't go far, okay? If the apocalypse comes, beat me. My name is Grace Jones. Thunder. 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 But I ain't going to gossip, so if anyone asks you, you ain't heard it from me. No, you have. No more room in hell. The dead will walk here. Welcome back, Radical Ones, to another episode of the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, here with Rob the Movie Geek for another episode that is all about 1993, Rob. 1993. Yes. Hi, everyone. This is... Made in America, the comedy romance film, lighthearted tale about a daughter of a black career woman who discovers that she is the product of artificial insemination and that her natural father is a white used car salesman. Her mother is even more disturbed at her discovery and doesn't want anything to do with him. However, the girl still wants a father and he likes the idea of having a daughter. Happy 30th anniversary. So I'm the product of a one-night stand? No. I was artificially inseminated. Well, it was a sperm bank. That is undignified. Yes, yes, I bought the sperm. I asked for the best they had. You know, black, smart, not too tall. Hello there, can I help you? Hi, I'm looking for uh, Hal Jackson. Well, look no further. Halbert Jackson? The one and only. You're white. <laughs> Wait a minute, what, what do you mean white? He's like, like white white? White, white, white. You mean he's like a, like a creamy eggshell kind of tan? Yes! He's so like my, he is a white guy. I'll be darned. What do you mean he's white? Rap, rap, rap. It's Hal Jackson. This is Hal Jackson from Jackson Motors. You mean the schmuck on the television with all the animals? And this is Larry. <laughs> How's your pal? <laughs> uh-huh. My dad. No, this is not a mix-up. A mix-up is when you order hamburger against cheeseburger. I'll bet you $100 I can nail the next person to walk through that door. Hey there, I'm Hal Jackson. What I'm talking about is a major mistake in my life. Now, are you looking for something special today? Yeah, I'd like your head on a stick. This is going to be a tough sale. When you were alone with him, did he say anything about me? That you seemed really smart. He also said he thought you were really beautiful. That's cool. Yeah, I read black authors, you know. Wilt Chamberlain book, Changed My Life. Yo, it's a white man at the door. <laughs> Bye. 
Tell her be home by midnight. You have her back here by midnight. Yeah. Okay, Rob, thank you for reminding us of this anniversary, May 28th. Yeah, 30 years ago. I I don't even remember if I saw this in theaters. I don't believe that I did. I mean, I would have been 10, 11 years old. I think I did just watch this on yep. video. You know, I love Whoopi Goldberg. You know, I was just getting to know like Will Smith at the time. And I will say that I aspired to be Will Smith in this movie. Like everything about him just is what I sort of saw myself being, you know, guy with glasses. He's kind of goofy, really funny, really cute, has like a really close best friend and just there for, you know, like I, oh, I just wanted to be Will. He, his character was just so cool to me and just matching that with like Fresh Prince. I seriously was like, I want to be an actor and I want to be an actor like him. I want the jobs like he gets. Like I was just so inspired by him. But yeah, with, with all that being said, I just think the comedic timing of Whoopi in this movie is yes. so good. And she still gets to be like a very like hard headed, stubborn woman. Like she's used to doing, she, she gives good face. And I will say that, you know, in our culture, we use that term like face is a, <laughs> is a verb, but like, yeah, just watching this movie again was definitely a reminder of why I own the film. It's in my collection and I just could not wait to review this movie. So I had a good time watching it. I still think it's a wonderful movie. So I was a little younger than Rob, but I remember my mother renting this because you got the two big names, of course, in this movie of Whoopi and Ted Danson. And then I do remember watching this, but it was definitely not in the theaters. I really, really, really liked this rewatch. I think it held up really well. A time capsule of the 90s, 100%, but is even more fabulous to me of course so i wish i knew san francisco back then too i was trying my best to sort of recognize some of the streets if they were in san francisco it it looks like they were between like oakland and and you know downtown i saw a little bit of i almost thought i saw castro but the streets all look the same in san francisco so who knows but uh yeah i i it would have been cool to really kind of like recognize and see old school san francisco back you know what speaking of san francisco i swear that Whoopi's character lives in the Buffy's house. It almost looked like that could have been the outside of Buffy Summer's house. I don't know. It's not a fact at all, radical ones, but you know, I'd like to think that. So speaking of San Francisco again, the intro with Whoopi with the Gloria Estefan song and her just riding that bike. Oh my god. I I totally forgot about the opening song. Like, yeah, the song Go Away by Gloria Estefan. Oh my god, I remember that song so much. As soon as it came on, I was like, oh, I'm gonna have such a good time with this movie. Because I've watched this enough to just, like, remember, like, sound cues and, and certain audio things. Like, just with the guy yelling, getting, you know, trying to get out of the way from the bike, and then it goes right into the song. I, there's so many memories with this. And so, here's one of my notes, because I did write something about that. I didn't have the song, and I literally downloaded I it the that. minute I heard it. I was like, oh my god, I need this in my collection. 
collection. But I also said I was like, only Whoopi. Well, I shouldn't say only Whoopi because I'm sure there's a lot of people who can do this. But of course, Whoopi is one of those actresses who can carry an entire opening credit scene. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, just watching the opening credits and just watching this woman on her bike just wreak <laughs> havoc on the highway, you know, on the streets of San Francisco is just like, that's Whoopi. She's able to do that. And it's entertaining to just watch her. That right song about. got me so pumped. I actually have a, a Spotify Gloria Estefan's playlist. So it did make me want to go back to put that song on because it's like, oh my God, yeah, this song was so good. Such an amazing way to start this film and set the tone because honestly, this movie feels like it it lives in its own, I mean, this sounds about every movie, but it lives in its own world. Maybe almost like your snow globe movie because it feels like anything could happen. Like Whoopi could ride her bike and do all this stuff. She could be chased by an elephant. A bear could come out at Ted Dance. And it's just like, yes, in this movie, this could happen. <laughs> I I noticed that they made it very important for like her neighborhood to know her. <laughs> Do you know how many people was like, hey, Sarah? Yeah. Hi, Sarah. Her neighbors was like, Sarah, how's it going? And she just knows everyone. And I and I was thinking back, there was another movie. I think it was Jumpin' Jack Flash. Same thing. She was just like a product of her city. And every time she walked out the door, every <laughs> Everyone knew who she was. It was like just like this routine thing of her going down the same street and every single person was like, hey, it's, you know, and it's just funny how they make her so yeah. friendly, even though she has the most standoffish, like non uh, non approachable, like personality in this movie. But yet everyone. It's, well, it's her. because I think it's Whoopi is one of those people that everyone knows, right? Like even in that Madame Tussauds, Madame Tussauds wax museum that they have in the city, like they always have her outside her face year well this was 20 15 years ago i don't know anymore but but you're right it's so funny though the change by the end of this movie with her personality though like how she just lets i guess her guard down i mean we'll get into it but so i wanted to talk to you uh, about sort of just the outline and sort of the purpose of this movie this comedy was created based on segregation and racism like i mean i'm not gonna get too serious about it i just think it's kind of funny that you know we live in a world where it is a thing or, or sort of a negative thing to sort of mix races and it's just unheard of and that there are some people out there who definitely feel that when it comes to dating that you should always procreate with your own race and also you know let alone date or be friends and it, this is a movie just seriously based on culture clash and just to see how that would work if two were forced to you know mingle with each other and they picked the whitest man in 90 93 <laughs> to the blackest woman in 1993 as far as actors go but for those of you who don't know this uh ted danson and whoopi goldberg yeah! were together Crazy. they dated quite a while and i've noticed this with whoopi goldberg uh i from, from my knowledge of her dating yeah. life even though it has none of my business you know what is presented out there and what she allows the world to know is that you usually see her with white men so it, it's skeletor just, didn't she date yeah Langell. frank yeah. frank langetta yeah yeah for sure and it, it's just funny to see her play a character that has such a taste for white people when that's sort of I, I shouldn't say go to but she usually will end up with a white gentleman to date but I don't know if you read about this 
Oh my god, yeah, I had no idea yeah, it would end. You know, it's, <laughs> oh my god, it, yeah. So, Whoopi and Ted Danson actually had an affair, like, this was not a sort of like a nice pairing. Like, <sighs> Ted Danson was married at the time, and because of this secret romance, it ended up with Ted Danson divorcing his current wife at the time of 16 years and some Ooh. kids. <laughs> well, you know, Ted Danson made it out okay, like, he was still, waiting for Whoopi. He's well, he you know he's with mary steenburgen right now they've been together yeah. for life but like i had no idea this was brought on by an affair i don't know what outed the couple but they clearly was kind of doing i don't know if it was due to them being on this movie together or maybe that's before. actually i was looking for that rob i'm like it had to have been because of this movie right it's that the angelina jolie brad pitt thing like your your co-stars you got so much chemistry that you take it to the to the next level and you just happen to be married sometime well, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of one of those things that that you really don't even think about. It's just simply I happen to be black, and he's not on screen anyway. You mean yeah. it, in real life, you're white and I, he's black? No, no, I'm black, <laughs> but I, I, I believe, and I, I'm going to just go ahead and say this, I believe that Ted is black and has been passing for white for many years. But I think I'll come out on my own time. Do you mind? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was an outing. I was trying to out you. I apologize. Yeah, we just kind of... You know, didn't it didn't really have much to do with the fact that he was white, as it did the fact that I had to explain this whole thing to the to my daughter. Now we're we're definitely super young when this came out, right? I mean, these are things that we're not thinking about. But do you, did you have any sense of knowledge about sort of the? I don't, I don't know the right word for it, but just sort of like distaste or sort of like taboo of dating outside of your race, let alone, mm. you know, um, black people dating white people. Was that something that you were aware of watching this and understanding why it was just so bad or like ill about dating, you know, just yeah, kind of based on the themes of the movie? To me, it was like nothing. It was just two people. And the only thing that really called attention to it, maybe, I remember that Golden Girls episode where Dorothy's son yeah. gets married mm -hmm. to a, a black woman. And honestly, that's when I realized it was like a, it was a tab boo thing gotcha. and then of course you start watching the jeffersons and all in the family and you hear them joking and doing yeah. that and then you're like oh this is a thing i guess but mm -hmm. yeah like i only ever thought of that in the movies when they thought of it because to me it's just yeah two people i mean in my household like i wasn't taught to like never date white people or trust them or whatever the case or you know they're bad but i was aware of the difference you know, like they operate differently than we do. There's, there's, you know, subtle differences in, in almost every aspect of our lives. And so just kind of watching Whoopi and Ted sort of, you know, interact together and just sort of like having that sort of barrier of not knowing what the other person means, you know, and then of course her character is very deep into her African heritage along with her store and everything. And then African you know, queen is yeah. the store's name. So, I mean, I, I was aware of the difference, you know, like we're not all the same and, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, 
white people have it out for you. All like I, I was taught the little stuff, you know, when I was younger. And watching this, I wasn't sort of like confused or just like, oh, why would she, you know, kiss him or whatever? Like it wasn't that big of a deal, but it but I understood the reason for the comedic and and sort oh, of how right. the plot carried out as to why this would seem like bad news. Because when she broke the news, you know, they were distraught about it. And they oh my just God, didn't I get laughed it. so hard though. What was the quote, Rob? It was she said, White, so light like a white man. You mean so light that you thought he was white? She said, no, mom, he was so light he is a white man. What do you mean he's white? What? He's um he's he's a car salesman. Car salesman? Yeah. And my you're not gonna believe this, but um he's a white car salesman. Wait a minute, what what do you mean? What he's like like white white? White, white, white. You mean he's like a like a creamy eggshell kind of tan? No, like white, like totally white, like a white guy. No, you you mean that he was so light you thought he was a white guy. No, he's so light, Ma, he is a white guy. What do you mean he's white? I'm sorry, that's I don't want a white. What is he doing being white? He's I white. Ask, I didn't ask for a white man, I distinctly asked for a black man. Well, did you see the guy? I mean, was the guy black? Didn't I tell you the man came in on a tube? He was in the tube, I couldn't see anything. Well, you should have asked to see him. So kill me, kill me, kill me, kill me. No, don't kill me. You know what? I'll kill myself. How's that? What do you mean he's white? I can't believe I... Wait, you know what? Forget it. It doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't matter. Okay. It's no big deal. Hell, your hair's always been fine. So what? You're a little bit lighter than me. Big deal. Right. Now, I mean, look at Lacey and, and Risa. They're both really light and both of their parents are really dark. They're my complexion. And look at those kids on the Cosby show. Oh, please, unless I get into that. You know they're mixed, right? Well, of course they're mixed. Okay, well, then we can never really tell. Who's going to tell? Who cares? Are you going to tell somebody? No, I'm not going to tell somebody, so let's eat. Okay. 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 Uh, it's even worse. Oh, please, what? It's Hal Jackson. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 that was hysterical. I laughed so hard in that scene. Uh, it was. What um, is he doing being white? <laughs> I didn't ask for a white man. <laughs> so this is also, I mean, speaking of taboo subjects, especially in the 90s, I guess artificial insemination. Again, a Golden Girls thing that was early on put in my head. Oh boy, we're going to a sperm bank. Oh, it's, it could be a taboo thing, but this is another subject in this movie along with I, this comedy and the a romance which i believe is i really think is more romantic to me yeah i i love the title of this movie i mean it it's made in america it's just it fits so perfectly with the way that this movie was executed in its plot yeah. devices yeah uh i was gonna ask you about that too what is your thought on artificial simulation like however you are on the topic now do you feel that it's changed since you were younger did you ever feel different put this one way out to a sperm bank <laughs> something attractive and rubber in the movie you know neil long's character you know zora says you know it's undignified yeah she did say that yeah Ma, it was a sperm bank that is undignified well maybe to some people I mean, but hey I, I just lost the biggest love of my life and i thought maybe i could make myself another sit down and I did, and I got you. I never wanted you to find out like this. I, I, 
I really wanted to tell you before this, I, I just, I was chicken. And I'm sorry, because this was not the right way for you to find out. It's okay. You sure? And as a science major, I'm surprised that, you know, she would have such an opinion about, you know, a different way of bringing, you know, people in the world. But anyways, just curious on your thoughts on it. I don't know if you would do it. If somebody asked you to be a surrogate, you know, like what, how, like, what is your thoughts on? That's so funny. That actually came up, I forgot when it was, years and years ago. One of my friends I had at a time, you know, she made a joke like, oh, if I never meet somebody, maybe you could donate your because you're so whatever so wonderful no i don't know i'm just saying whatever the hell she said but i didn't like the idea of doing that because i felt so connected and i wouldn't want to leave i don't know so i wouldn't personally donate but i think it's wonderful for people who who need it clearly there's so many people that have given life and have gone on to wonderful things through this method so I think it's a wonderful way for people to who can't conceive or on their own or whatever the case is. I I don't have like a, a too much of a strong opinion on the subject, you know, especially, you know, it's a woman's body. So, you know, they're going to do what they want to do. I, I would say me personally, I don't know that I would sort of be able to move on knowing mm-hmm. that I have a child out there. Yeah. You know, the, there are the, the scene in the sperm, you know, in the sperm bank, like I, I was like, could I do this, you know, like if I oh need money, you know, like a lot of people, you know, like if they're, you know, poor or just like need a way to get some like extra cash or whatever on the side, you know, it's like a side hustle. Some people donate blood all the time. Others, you know, will donate sperm and yes, they do it multiple times. So it's just like, there are kids out there that you literally have and you have no idea that would be on my mind so much. That's I don't know how if I, I feel, with it, but yeah. I do not knock people who do it. I don't knock people who use this um, resource to have kids. I think it's, a wonderful way to do it, especially if you are on a time frame and, you yes. know, and, and, you know, the child is the most important and not exactly where it came from. So I think all of that is, is, is fine. The other thing was, uh, the, <laughs> the, the blood test. So the, the, the science room, I got such a nostalgic vibe from being, <laughs> from looking at that science room. It was the biggest classroom ever. It had everything, a science room, <laughs> That a science class would have. It had all the jars. It had all the the posters. All the giant desks with all the you know equipment everywhere. I those like, big wooden desks that they, yeah they have in those exactly. science rooms. Such an authentic classroom. But I'm watching them take the test, and I swear to you, I wanted to cut a bitch every single time somebody used that finger needle on me. That thing is the worst. It is worse than an actual needle. I hate it. And she poked the crap out of him. I don't blame I him being that. so. I was like, damn. I don't blame him getting like antsy about it. He was like, come on, like, don't touch him. He was just like, ooh, don't touch me. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> when you're finished with your blood typing, turn to page 158 in the text. You are the now. AB. Let's do it again. Why? Something's wrong. What? I'm AB. Zara, what's the matter? 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But yeah, I I hated those finger things. I have yet to, well, nope, actually, I want to say that my last checkup, I did have one done and it didn't hurt too bad, but man, back then, those were the most painful things I've ever, I hated oh, I hated You them. know, this movie just reminded me over and over and over again. Why don't you know your blood type, Ryan? Uh, look, okay, I wrote this. I said, <laughs> I have no idea what my blood type is. Oh, good. Okay, so it's no- maybe it's a normal thing then, because no, I'm like, just, what? I think you and I are living in our own world. Everyone always <laughs> seems to be doing stuff that we should be doing and we just don't i don't get it but here's the thing i looked this up and i've never had to get tested for it see that's the thing they do it in specific situations like you literally have to ask for it i mean i'm sure if you called them or maybe asked your doctor they might know because they draw your blood all the time right they do like yeah the minute they took the test i went on my uh, account under my insurance to look it up. I couldn't find it. Oh, that would have been great if they had it. I wanted to find it because I, I wanted to know and I could not find it anywhere on my profile or my medical records. And so I looked it up and they were just like, unless you, you know, are donating or if you need it to, you know, possibly help another person, you know, with your type, all the above, like they have no reason to really test to see what type of blood you are i've never had the test done so i honestly don't think it's a part of my records doesn't it seem like it's something that they should probably do early on when you're born maybe or something i mean and 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 that's the thing we the two of us may will probably sound really stupid at this i know someone's out there screaming what i'm no i'm honestly serious like i could not find it anywhere in my records so unless you literally go in to be tested for it that to me that's the only way you're gonna find out and so that's why i don't know But the science teacher should have known that if you (laughs) conduct a blood test experiment in your classroom, someone smart enough is probably going to find out that their parents are not who they say they are. I mean, I love how surprised he looked. I'm like, oh, there's that one. He should have known better that somebody was going to find out that they were either adopted. Zora, he was like, Zora, what happened? Yeah, I was like, (laughs) you should know better. You... (laughs) 
that is like super risky to just have people go through this and think, oh, yeah, I'm not just going to find out that my mom and my dad should have the same blood type or certain blood type. I just- <laughs> uh, by the way, I loved Will's Harriet the Spy yellow Jubilee <laughs> Buffy jacket. It was, again, so 90s. The glasses, like Rob said earlier, I love the look of this character. He was so likable in this movie. As well as, I thought Nia was just so, just so cute in this movie. So likable. And by the end, when she was, when she graduates, I mean, this is at the end, and then she's, she's like dad and it i felt so great for her yeah neil long is a wonderful actress and i just want to give props to her she still looks just as beautiful what the hell happened right she's amazing and i you know i've watched her throughout her career and she's been in a lot of projects in the last two years she's she's in everything and work in it i just love the fact that she is still out there killing it i also love too that her and Will Smith must have, you know, developed some kind of friendship or chemistry because asking her to come on to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air to be a, you know, a long time significant other to him. Yeah. And and go through a few seasons of them being together. I just think that is so cool that it, it kind of started from this. That's uh, true. It had to have. Like, this yeah. movie made a lot of connections. Whoopi and <laughs> Ted. But I, I think she's I think she's a wonderful actress. She did really, really well in her. I believed all the crying. I believe yes. her devotion on trying to find, you know, uh, her father. And I, yeah, all of it was great. I loved her relationship with Whoopi. I just think their chemistry was great too, but I think Nia Long is wonderful. So yeah. Can I just bring up the sperm bank scene really quickly where that woman who looks like she probably played every lunch lady in every <laughs> show, she goes in slow motion and she's like, we have magazines or, vi- or videotapes. Which do you prefer? Are you ready? We have magazines as well as videotapes. Which would you prefer? Um, the, the videotapes, please. to do the rest alone i lost it and then she tells him uh he has to fill this cup to be even eligible for and this cup was there's no way there's no way i love that he came out and he was like excuse me i need another cup (laughs) that was was he was so into it he was so into it please don't grab the sink during collection one man ripped it off the wall (sighs) we pay by volume you must reach the top line, even to be considered. Damn. Any questions? Well, yeah. I was... Oh, I'm about to fill this up. I can't do it. 
I wish that I could remember my first reactions to a scene like that to really know exactly what it is that they were talking about. I'm going to ask you, would you prefer magazine or videotape? Which would you prefer? Well, honestly, back in my day, I probably would have said magazine because back in your day, we're you know we're older than the average bear, boo boo. (laughs) Um, video at this point, yes, definitely, no use to go back. Yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm a video guy myself. Yeah, I I just don't have the patience and time to turn pages and all that stuff. I used to I have an imagination. An imagination yeah. is a very powerful thing. I honestly, it 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 is. But <laughs> to be fair, I'm lazy. I don't want to have to think about it. I just no. Wanna... <laughs> I just want to watch. By the way, it's for forty dollars per donation, and you can only mm-hmm. do three per so week. Three per <laughs> week, forty. Yeah. So I love that. She brings him to the sperm bank without even telling him and then offers him up as a, you know, like a decoy. He's like, I have somebody who's interested in donating. No, you don't. <laughs> that octave went deep. It was, was such like, a will thing. That was so funny. I Yeah, that was crazy. It is a very will thing. And you know what's funny about that? The will thing is actually inspired from another thing. So Will Smith's character is... Tea Cake Walters, right? Now, he went on record to say that all of his comedic performance, his his wit, his way of sort of delivering lines and everything was inspired by an actual actor at the time that he idolized, and that's TK Carter. You know who TK Carter is. He's my girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. TK. Okay, yes, there he is. Yes, TK Carter. So I wonder if the name Tea Cake is also in sort of a match to oh. him because the name sounds so familiar. But when you watch the comedic styles of TK Carter, I he's so, so good. And just hearing about how Will is sort of channeling him in this movie makes total sense. And I love that TK Carter. You know, I just saw him in an episode of this new show that I'm watching on ABC show called The Company You Keep with Milo Ventimiglia. And, um, oh, I forget the woman's name. It's about uh, a criminal who dates an FBI or CIA agent. So when they hooked up, they didn't know each other's sort of professions. And then when they fall in love, they have to deal with the fact that one's a criminal and one is the law. And uh, TK <laughs> Carter actually guest starred in one of the episodes, one of the latest episodes. Oh, I so love he's, that he's still doing yeah. stuff then. He's out there still working. Yeah, the company you keep, I think it's an ABC show. But yeah, um, I love TK Carter. I think he's hilarious. And it, it was just great to kind of hear that Will Smith sort of like used him in a way to deliver his his acting. So I thought that was It, awesome. it worked, let me tell you. And, and so there was just... So many things I had forgotten about this movie. And maybe it's because of my age, Rob. My mother probably was like, cover your eyes. The Jennifer Tilly naked flips that her, this young character that Ted Danson's. I remember my aunt covering my eyes too. Uh, and I think this was the first time that we watched the movie all. So she was shocked. I, I actually remember. It's a very vivid memory. She's sitting across from me, sort of like two cushions away. And then when it happens, she's like gets startled and then just tries to like, like jump up and cover my eyes but like it's too late i saw it all 
<laughs> By the way, if you watch closely, I think that Cartwell thing is done in reverse. It looked a little strange. I mean, I know it's not Jennifer, right? Yeah. But it looked so strange. I think it was also played in reverse. Like, I think she cartwheeled out that and they just reversed it. Sense. I don't know why they did it that way, but yeah. Maybe it was just easier to film or something doing it that way, but yeah. <laughs> that was a unique, cute character, though. Like, And I totally forgot that Jennifer was in this movie. I mean, she's not really in it too much, but... No, I totally forgot, too. But why did she remind me so much of Anna Faris? Like, I just see Anna Faris doing this role, but... So true! <laughs> A little later. <laughs> I like Jennifer Tilly's role in this. There necessarily wasn't a reason for a character except to sort of show the contrast of dating some a yes. blonde white girl versus starting to, you know, get feelings for an African-American woman. So there was the contrast with that. That's the only thing I can think of. And he was dating, like, I guess, younger or any woman, really. He was hitting on Nia Long's character before he realized it was his daughter, too. Which... You know, you mentioned the whole snow globe thing. I also think that this movie in this world, like, it did not matter how old you were. You were able to do everything. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Wrestle bears. Correct me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> do you need to be of age to donate sperm or can you do it at the age of 16? Okay, that is what I was gonna ask you. Two I'm like, children he... literally walked in and was like, yep, we're gonna donate and she took them back there and didn't blink an eye. I thought the same thing, Rob. I was like, he doesn't he have to put his birth date down on this application or anything? Like, I was very surprised, but you know, Ted Danson also uh, had no problem checking this woman out. I guess he couldn't tell how old she was, but hey, if you're coming at me, then you must be of age is what I... She comes at him, gets in his car. Yeah, that was weird. Rob, this is amazing. This girl remembered his social security number and literally just told it out to him. Like, this could have been anyone's. This could have been anyone's social security number, but she knew it. Hello there, can I help you? Hi, I'm looking for uh, Hal Jackson. Well, look no further. Is he inside? You're talking to him. To Halbert Jackson? The one and only. You're white. Well, that's true, darling. But when we're alone in the dark, what difference is that gonna make? <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I'm looking for the Halbert Jackson whose um, social security number is 540-829-789. Are you a process server? What's Did my ex-wife send you? I, I laughed so hard over that. She's she smart. Just... I guess they, you know, just need to look. At... I just think it was also hilarious how easy it was to find him with the social security. Oh, yeah. Too. That was just like the next scene. She, she's in the sperm bank. She gets the information, the social security number, and she's there. By the way, the woman said that someone ripped the sink off the wall in the sperm bank the week before. <laughs> I lost it over that one, too. Why is it? Okay. This, I don't know if they do it now, but I remember there was this trope that any time that there is like porn or a sex tape playing mm -hmm. that... 
they would always create this joke about like the positions must be so pretzel and twister or the camera angles must be so close and you don't know if you're looking at a leg or an arm or whatever. (laughs) They always have the characters turn their heads to the side as if that's going to make it better to look. Have you ever had to tilt your head to the side in order to recognize something in what you were watching? I've never had to do that in my life. And don't you, isn't it so funny that you had to do that? By the way, I, by the way, I just want to bring this up. This will this will get properly announced in another episode. But Ryan is so red right now. <laughs> yes, did you notice? I felt and, so hot in the yes. face. And so we are going to be doing something hopefully really, <laughs> really fun after the summer is over. When we get through our <laughs> summer theme. And we might be expanding this podcast into a different direction while keeping the original, of course. And on this podcast, every episode, the goal is going to be trying to make Ryan red in the face as much as possible. And this is a clear example of how it's going to go. Like, and it's not even anything. It's like it's not even anything. It's like for someone touching themselves in the to a magazine. sideways so yeah the 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 podcast is gonna touch on a little bit more of adult themes and ryan can't take it he's just already gone (laughs) and (laughs) okay so anyways this is what i inspire inspired to do like this is gonna be so much fun i cannot wait but yes you will hear more about this idea um in the next couple of episodes but anyways you (laughs) (laughs) is this the perfect time to say can i drain the lizard yeah okay okay (laughs) this is great so touching on sort of the theme of the movie right you know you've got white people you've got black people how do they mix what's the differences how do they mesh well together yada 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 so um those old women right (laughs) so yes 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 so so first off the old women the two older women who come in and they're just like we want books and it's just their enthusiasm (laughs) To just, one, interrupt someone when someone's on the phone. That shit is white people thing. I don't know what it is, but you guys do it all the time. And it is like a woman like Whoopi Goldberg to own a business, do customer service, want their business, and she honestly does not care. Babe, I'm on the phone. My life is hanging in the balance and you want to talk, go do your thing. Just, would you just go do your thing? And she goes, what thing? And that's the thing. (laughs) It's just like... It's it's just a it's slang. It's just a term of language that oh my you know some people don't know what that is. It's just one thing. Good morning. I need to speak to somebody in your records department. We're looking for books on weddings. Her daughter Cindy's getting married. <laughs> Finally. Well, that's nice, but I only carry books with traditional African ceremonies. Well, that's a start, I guess. Yes. Um, look, 17 years ago, I purchased some, some, uh, we can't find the wedding books. Mm -mm. Over by the voodoo dolls. Oh, sperm. I bought sperm. I asked for an African-American. I don't think that's what I got. I filled out all of these forms. Nobody seems to be able to tell me. Are the books in order of subject matter or by author? Author. Who's the author of the wedding book? Babe, I'm on the phone here. I don't know. My life is hanging in the balance, and you want to talk to me about authors. Would you just do your thing? What thing? Look, I I just don't think I got what I paid for. Why? Why do all complaints have to come in writing? It's obvious to me you people can't read. Do the Urban Bush Woman t-shirts come in petite? 
What exactly is an urban bushwoman? Me! Me! I'm an urban bushwoman! I'm an urban bushwoman! Oh. No, this is not a mix-up. A mix-up is when you order hamburger and cheeseburger. Or when you bring your clothes to the dry clean, they give you somebody else's clothes. That's a mix-up. What I'm talking about is a major mistake in my life. I hate it when the dry cleaners make mistakes. Oh, and they say the chemicals in dry cleaning are very bad for you. I know. Who are you people? Shut up! Get away from my counter! I'm busy! Go over there until I finish this conversation, and then I will help you. Well, all right. Jeez. Now listen, all you have to do is... Hello? Hello. I just loved moments like that. So yeah, drain the lizard. She had no idea what that means. She was like, "But does that mean you have to go to the bathroom?" I, I, I mean, I've never in my life, but I I thought it was hysterical. You mind if I come in and drain the lizard? If you drain the, does that mean you have to go to the bathroom? Uh-huh. Fine, come on in. But yeah, I mean, this movie definitely showcased different races and how they interact. And um, did you notice that Hal Jackson Motors, the staff, all of our car dealers was of different race? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And a Charmed alumni. Yes. Yes. Um, our, our, our Zen episode. Yes. I was like, yeah, that was great. I was just like, oh, there's a Charmed, there's a Charmed person. Exactly. But can I just say those women, when she left, I was like, at first I was like, oh no, it's a continuity error, right? Like I was remembering, I knew they came back at some point, but Mm -hmm. I thought she locked the door. And then when you see that she locked these women in the store and she comes, (laughs) I can't even, it was hysterical. So good, so good, so good. Yeah. And, you know, they come back and then, yeah, the old (laughs) women are dressed in all of the, the garments and they are just loving everything about the culture. The books, they got stacks of books. Oh my, amazing. And here's the thing. When I was younger, they go up to her and she goes, I'm so sorry. I had no idea that we were so like horrible to you back then. And the whole t- the whole time, I thought that she was referencing how annoying they were while she was on the phone. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. I honestly, the whole time I was like, they're trying to apologize and remember that they were just so rude back then, just kept ignoring her. No, it was about their history towards black people. I just got that joke. I had no idea. No idea at all. But there's also, I think, a scene when um, Hal comes over and TK, you know, tries to give Hal dap and then Hal grabs his hand and shakes it instead of dapping it. And it's just it's just a little stuff like that that just stood out. But they didn't overdo it, right? They could have easily just continued to put them in awkward situations on how different the, the two ethnicities are. And that wasn't necessarily the focus of the movie. It was just sort of the icing on the cake to you know flesh out this plot about finding out that your dad is of a different race you know you're right because it goes off like i said it becomes very if the first half i would say is funny and not that the rest of the movie isn't but it's more i feel like it goes from a comedy to a romance movie and then it it does this whole wonderful thing about you choosing who your family is and you know like this man can be your father and you know it that's what i mean it goes from this it's a 
I, I really like the, you know, uniqueness of this, of this movie. Cause like uh, there could be a one armed bear handler and you know, the next scene it's like Ted Danson and Whoopi having this fun moment at the, you know, the restaurant, the, the sushi restaurant, which I was like, Oh my God, he had to grab that wasabi. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do like some of the uh, heavier themes in this and, even though it was definitely a comedy, there was a lot of um, just tidbits of drama or just growth. I, I liked how Ted Dance's character came off as a huge womanizer, you know, just out to have fun, yep. very, you yep. know, just clunky and, and all of this. But then slowly he's pouring the alcohol down the drain. You know, he's like not because right in the beginning, you know, like he is just tuckered out from having sex, right? This woman oh hopped in the God. shower, did cartwheels, then gets dressed, hops <laughs> on him, kisses him goodbye, and goes to step class right after sex. He still can't even move. He's huffing and puffing, smoking, like he can't even breathe. But yeah, he sees himself as a father figure. Somebody is looking up to him and he wants to present a a a good role model to someone and so he's like let me slow down on the drinking and then eventually you know you see these small indicators of like no smoking here and you know she's like i don't want him smoking around me and then he decides to just throw the pack away like he he really wants to be there for for her and oh my god the moment when you find out he stole uh, a newspaper clipping of her award or one of her achievements i thought was so so cute and uh yeah yeah i i thought all of that slow growth was was pretty cool to watch it was from the animal rights group no i'm not i'm zora matthew's mother and it's the chemistry of this movie because Ted Danson on paper, I was like, okay, you know, what he, I mean, clearly, I guess there was chemistry because it went right off the screen, but it just works with these two. I, it felt like they, you know, that it started off with that butting heads, like, I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to have anything to do with you. Leave me alone. Get out of my store to her warming up that scene when she comes over and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm not used to getting gifts like that felt like a very real moment yeah where it it felt like he actually got through and and you know like it was able to he she was able to see something in him which was it worked so well for this movie that rob is never evidently mentioned in reviews because i try to see if there was any reviews beside before we did this on youtube i see none so Mm -hmm. we might be the first ones um (laughs) but i just want to read you this really quickly yeah so you know how I like to bring this man up. Roger Ebert praised Goldberg's acting in the film and said, this isn't a great movie, but it sure is a nice one. Okay, that's fair. That's like probably the nicest review I've, we've heard on this show from him. By so <laughs> I guess that's something. And it grossed over $12 million on its opening weekend. It was released over 2,000 theaters. It grossed nearly $50 million in the U.S. alone. Worldwide, it earned over $100 million. I love that it actually did well, but you never hear about this movie. Never. Not many people talk about this, and I I wonder if it's in poor taste maybe because of the affair or anything like that. I mean, do we talk about Mr. and Mrs. Smith a lot, really? (laughs) I mean, the one thing you pull from that movie is, you know, the affair. But I, yeah, here's the thing. This is a solid comedy, right? Like, 
I think that unless this is your favorite movie, it kind of gets mixed up in the bunch. It, it's not this True. isn't a negative take on it, but it's just there are better movies with Whoopi in it. I like. Everybody, oh, truly. Like, if you're going to pick a movie out, you're going to pick Sister Act or, in, in, you know, I'm trying to think of a really... Go- I mean, it's so cliche, but Ghost is my favorite okay, well, there you go. role yeah. of hers. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there are other movies that Whoopi's done that are clearly better and utilized her talents for, but I honestly think this is just a very solid comedy to watch True. you know and um it's a little bit of lip uplifting and you know you know those who don't have a problem with you know interracial dating might find this to be very um you know nice to sort of have the representation or just the idea of talking about it or poking fun at it things like that so yeah it, it's a solid movie so i i think it's fair to just say you know it's good but it's not great and I'm happy with that. Watching it again, I'm reminded why I own it, and I'm glad that I have access to it so I can watch it whenever I want. But I thought all the performances were great. I would totally watch this again. One of the funniest scenes, though, is that bear attack. Not to be taken lightly, because anytime you see a bear attack on TV, it is insanely gross. But, you know, they tried to make this one fun, and I I just love how everyone scattered, and no one wanted to help him. They could have been miles away, and they still ran to the nearest door. They were just not trying to be close to this bear. That was a very scary scene but uh, another thing that i really enjoyed was uh, <laughs> there's this one line you know the dr- reckless driving in this movie is like one of the reasons why i don't drive at all let alone in california no one gives a shit and i love how Whoopi was just so distraught over having to be in a car with him when she's the one on the road on her bike giving the whole like everyone hell she wouldn't stop for no one like literal accidents almost happening in the streets and she just kept going just from the opening credits to when she got hit and i was just like how are you gonna talk about his driving when you're the one who is so reckless on the road but the first time nia's riding in the car right zora and she throws up and i love this line there she goes laughing at the ground i love that line so much yes i noticed that law i never heard it referred to that ever i always called it going number four but (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i love that line laughing to the ground just sounds so funny (laughs) the other thing that i looked up i want to talk about is the um so the elephant scene i thought was really funny too oh my god yes grabbing the cigarette which i thought was gonna like play more into the scene by the way yeah yeah afterwards you know he gets a massage from jennifer tilly and she talks about how elephants are in labor for two years oh my god or yes. not in labor but just pregnant for two years pregnant, One of the yeah two, right? like the process or something yeah i hear elephants can be very very violent plus did you know something they're pregnant for two years two years can you imagine that and then the baby elephant comes out has this really bristly hair turn over so i looked it up she is absolutely correct it's the African ele- elephant who is about 22 months, 645 days to be exact, sort of an estimate average. Next to that is the Asian elephant, which is 617 days. Then the sperm whale is 480 days to 590. And then rounding out is rhinoceros, a black one, 450 days pregnant. 
My god. And then these poor animals are hunted and killed after they're being carried for years and yeah. and oh my god. I spent two years trying to birth my kid and then bam, snatched up. Oh my god. But yeah, she was wow. absolutely right. They did their homework. Two years of of yeah wild see i like when movies can actually <laughs> teach us something and it's actually a true fact and not something a writer pulled out of their butt i have to say i was about to rent this movie because i didn't have it and then i actually found a app called plex p-l-e-x and it's streaming for free on there currently it's um you don't even have to sign up you i mean Is it says you can it has it oh god it was like every Ooh. maybe five minutes but i was actually after a while i was like oh wow it's really ad full but if you want a, an uh an option to watch this i would recommend if you find it cheap enough it's actually it's a solid movie so yeah you know, buy it <laughs> so the the smoking stuff i i just want to say it's funny that i don't really watch this movie as much but yet i always think of the line these are my lungs let him kill himself not me i think about that oh, line when yeah. i'm around people who smoke i'm a, i think about that line all the time so it's just and also the song where you know they're all in despair and they've had their fights or whatever that slow song i listen to that all the time i like that, that was song. good that I was really a good song song, actually i listen to that song all the time um the cracking of the knuckles i wanted to add, i used to do that oh. a lot when i was younger a whole lot i didn't do it as heavy as they did but i used to do it all the time until i found out like at least arthritis or whatever so i just stopped but like did you do that a lot when you were younger never and i had a friend that would do it all the time and i'm like oh every time i hear that noise that click noise i'm just like oh i mean yeah like if i have like my thumb whatever like you know but i won't go like these things that these people do and then like you said when i heard later on that it doesn't lead to good things over time mm -hmm. no no but ooh, yeah yeah i i used to do it a lot but i just that was a moment when they both did it and you're just like oh <gasps> He really and it's is the father. Such a simple setup that she did earlier, Nia Long's cat Zora mm -hmm. does. And you're just like, okay, that yeah, look. And they do it at the same time. So it's like funny, really cute. Did you have an issue? Spoiler alert. Uh, did you have an issue with um, the outcome of him not being the father? It is almost anticlimactic, maybe in a way, you think? I, I would have been okay if they went either way. I think what was important to show with with him not being the father is that they are together by choice. They are together yes. by yes. by love, and and that's what's keeping them together, not by blood or the obligation. You know, yes, he would never have been in their lives if Zora didn't come to him and say this. But now that you know the truth, you actually are choosing to be a family together, and so I think it was important for him not to be. And to kind of go through this whole movie with the idea of like, yeah, this actually happened. This could possibly yep. happen. And then, you know, just the discussion of, you know, how two dark-skinned parents can have light-skinned parents. I mean, kids, and you just, it's like, well, look at the Kavi kids and don't, <laughs> let's not get into them. He said, well, you know those kids were mixed. Well, yeah. So, you know, they could obviously play off like he's been there the whole time. But, yeah, I, I, I actually thought it was 
good. Yeah, I thought it was good that he didn't end up being, you know, the dad. I like that it wasn't a thing, you know? Like, I like that it was, once if it was found out that they just kind of like, like you said, they chose. And they're like, yes, I chose to have these people in my life. Like, I choose to be her father. I choose to have him be my my father. Yeah, I, I, lo- I do like the twist. Yeah. I also just want to give so much praise to the heavy, heavy black excellence of the ending. Watching Oakland oh, Tech great. School show all of their graduating class. Everyone just, you know, like, I just love that Zora's character was this, you know, prodigy, this genius going to MIT. I love the huge choir given, you know, singing. The choir was amazing. You know, the graduation song, the rap, it, like all of that I just thought was so beautiful to watch. Uh, I love the artwork and everything that was around it and just seeing all those black parents be there for their kids. I love that scene. So I thought this movie wrapped up so nicely. And uh, yeah, so... Awesome. And I can only imagine being in the theaters when Will's like, stay in your seats. <laughs> That's the thing. This is one of those credits that you you want to watch the whole way through because there everyone is dancing, everyone's having fun. The, the song is that, you know, stand up, stand. It's so good. It's such a way to end a movie. Again, paralleling the Gloria Estefan happy, upbeat intro that we got. So mm-hmm. really yeah. love the ending. Well, with that being said, where can the lovely people find you when you're not hanging out over here? I'm still reviewing all of the movies that I watch um, for the year of 2023. You can find that Instagram catalog at uh, Rob the Movie Geek or the Unique Movie Geek or the Unique Geek. Uh, it should come up on Instagram. And the Radical Retro Rewind podcast, all one word on Instagram. We're also on TikTok, YouTube, and we are all in the description as well. Next week is our 100th episode Radical Ones. We are so happy to celebrate this milestone for the podcast. I believe this is the start of our summer theme. Yes. Tell oh, that's true. We have We never. We are doing sword and sorcery, <laughs> mainly because Leah, who has gone back and binged basically our entire catalog and commented on every episode that she did binge on, including Thundercats, was a big fan of this idea. This was something that came up a few times, and then I noticed a few of you over the the course of the last year have when we mentioned it on Thundercats or something people seem to really like that idea so it's a summer of fantasy swords wizards wizards, monsters yes definitely and keeping it retro doing movies all dating back to what the 30s or 40s yeah, we yeah, we're going to be reviewing a lot of mystical creature movies and it should be fun. I'm obviously sticking to the 90s. I already have my list. Uh we're going to start right away with one of my picks. We're going to do another anniversary movie. This is Tom Cruise's first ever. It's called Legend. Oh, I cannot wait to review Tim Curry in this character again i cannot wait oh my god i'm so excited so yes 100th episode or 100th movie review episode i'm excited for this so yeah tune in next week yeah does that mean we are legend (laughs) (laughs) next week radical ones yeah so stay tuned for that we are so excited that you've joined us this far and we'll be back next week goodbye goodbye
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.